All right. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Latter-day Saints of Gronk. That is now four more episodes than Joe and Webb have championships. Last, Coming off the heels of a, our biggest episode, Ty and Alex Verona, for those of you that didn't listen, we had 20 listens, which is shattering records here in the Latter-day Saints of Gronk's uh, offices, though upon further review, it, Alex's section was listened to quite a bit. There's like little analytics on it, so there's there's theories now that it's just Alex listening to the sound of his own voice, but a big, uh, a big episode for the, for the podcast. So we're going to follow that up uh, with all the South Dakota slander that's been running around the league chat. SD, SD. We're going to bring in John Rudabush, your reigning runner up in current four and oh first place leader. Rudy, how's it going? Doing well. Rudy. Just fresh uh, victory. He right before we started recording, he let me know that it is currently it is eight ten here, currently a hundred degrees in Phoenix. So all of us freezing up here in Minnesota can can think about that. Do you ever get tired of the heat or always love it? Oh yeah, it's terrible, but better than snow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. How are you feeling after your your big victory? It came down to the wire there. Amin gave you a run for your money. I'm sweating. I'm not gonna lie, but. I was uh, very pleased with the results, and we're uh, gonna get back into the training facility, give it all we got, and take on Webb this week. On to Webb, I love it. It it definitely helps when that you have Travis Kelsey, who clearly can't be tackled. That touchdown he had in that game was the most absurd thing. <laughs> there was like six yeah, dudes that tried to tackle him. Like I said, whoever gave me that guy should be he should be booted from the league. You should be. You should at least send him some flowers. He's he's struggling right now. All right, so we're we're looking forward to to week three here. Just kind of quickly go over the standings. Rudy is in first. Kind of has a commanding lead on points and record. Uh, the shocker of the off season so far is of the season, I should say, is Yetis is four now. Um, I'm also four now. So we have those three at the top. And then we got Taylor and Webb. The two prohibitive favorites are sitting at three and one with some with some pretty good. Pretty good scores there. T- Taylor's had some shit luck. He his points against would be the highest score in our league. So tough schedule for him. Um, and then Najib, another shocker, is sitting at sixth place. Um, then there's just a bunch of we won't talk shit about the about the injured and unruly folks down at the bottom there. But uh, we will point a little bit of attention to on when Jalen was on the podcast a few weeks ago. He called out that Ray probably has the worst team of all time. He currently has the same record as Ray and has only scored ten more points. So he might be giving Ray a run for his money there. <laughs> News and notes. We've had a couple of trades here. Another shocking thing, as almost as shocking as their record, is the Yetis made a trade uh, after they were being just run through the through the gutters all of Sunday because they forgot to set their lineup and they still got their victory. But they traded for Sterling Shepard. They gave uh, South Dakota Taylor a second round pick. And then me and Ray swapped first. So I had raised. 2022 first round pick and i sent it to him for his 2023 just so he can he can have it next year and i have less picks next year all right so let's take a look at uh, week three rudy how are you feeling about your matchup with web two two big time teams facing off no i do uh i do think we got a couple holes in the lineup here we've had uh sanders is still a question mark for this roster don't know uh him and hunt on a weekly basis. Mooney showed some promise, though. I'm high on Mooney now. I'm so but, mad you uh, have Mooney. I want him so badly. Uh, but this bench, which has been called out on several podcasts, it might, has. Have, might have the bench player <laughs> of the year. 
Yeah. I know that somebody cut him. Yeah, but, uh, a champion, a two-time champion, actually, Cordero Patterson. He might have, he might have given the start this week if if Sanders can't go. I think uh, I think he might have earned his spot. Still in tears about Fuller. I don't know if what his yeah that was weird. It seemed like something happened in the family the way that Flores talked about it, but you definitely need him back because he is a really good flex player because at any given time he can get like thirty points. Yeah, he says he's gonna make his debut, but I've never, never counted him in until the yeah. last seconds. <laughs> he gives you five games a year, but those five games are usually like thirty points. Yep. You could, uh, you could get in the in the trade chat and get re- you uh, reunite Gronk with Brady there and get that stack going. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I saw saw he just recently opened up and uh, might be. Giving them uh, Jalen a, a call. Yeah, he's a tough person to deal with. So Godspeed on the, on that venture. <laughs> All right, some of the some of the other matchups we got this week: Amin and and Jalen in a fierce battle. That might be a loser leaves town match. Uh, Ray and Ray and Najib playing the kind of the former worst team and the current worst team, and then we'll see if the Yetis can what they can do with Joe. Uh, Ty will be on suicide watch. He said that he, he doesn't know if he can stomach losing back-to-back weeks to a South Dakota. And so his, his matchup with me could, could have life altering consequences. Yep. So how are you feeling about the, the rest of your season? Are you, are you worried about said, said, said depth issues or are you feeling pretty good just with Mahomes and Kelsey leading the way? Yeah, we're, uh, we're definitely struggling to find that bench and uh starter life balance but uh i think the starters alone are going to be able to get the job done i do think like you said some of the teams that uh find them or taylor's team especially probably should be 4-0 i i don't know the web herbert doesn't look quite as good as he did last year kamara he sucked last week yeah doesn't get those little dump offs He's gonna be uh, thinking uh, he might need to figure something out. It's interesting too because he continues to. The last I talked to him, he still refuses to acknowledge how bad of an issue it is that in 2021 he's playing David Johnson as his second running back because he could so easily like uh, go get. There's plenty of guys out there he could get, but he just refuses to. I do love that he plays three tight ends though. It's just a, a unique, a unique advantage. <laughs> but he might regret that. Pitts Wilson trade probably long term will be okay for him, but if he had Russell Wilson over Tannehill, he'd be he'd be looking pretty good. As Tannehill is the twenty sixth ranked quarterback so far, it's a tough look. I don't know how Joe is one and three. That's that's what I my question to you guys. What Barkley, <laughs> he's got so many running backs too. The Barkley thing is tough for him, and then the first week, like the Packer no show kills him because he had Rodgers and Adams, but he's definitely the best one and three team. I'd say oh, by far. Also, Schuster looks like he's actually going to come to play this year. Although Big Ben is, as I've stated, the worst quarterback in he's the so league. Bad. I <laughs> nothing makes me happier than watching him look every bit of his age. It's just so bad too because their line is so shitty, and there's nothing worse than like a fat old rapist quarterback who can't move yeah. whatsoever in a shitty line. So they said there was yeah. a thing today that they're saying he's hurt. But I, I feel like they're almost like just providing cover so that when they inevitably bench him here, it doesn't look doesn't look so bad. But yeah, Joe will be Joe will be interesting team in the mix. 
All right, let's check out this Lobos style, boys, and make my predictions here. Let's do it. Let's run through it. So me <laughs> and Ty, what do you think of that matchup? That is going to be tough, tough uh, sledding for Ty, but uh, I'm predicting an upset. I like it. My team has been overperforming the last two weeks outside of Cooper Cup, who is the greatest white receiver yeah, of all Cooper time. Cup. He's he's taken the mantle. We gave him Chris McCaffrey's he, old locker as the white MVP of the Slow yeah, squad. Definitely a all white player this year. <laughs> uh, we got, which is interesting because he's teaming up with some solid boys here. He's got Jackson, Harris, and Montgomery, Robinson. The Bears actually showed up, which which uh, is good for your team, though, because yeah. I see Fields is going to start, they say. Uh, I got him slotted in. It seems like it. That injury, when I was looking at it, it's not like a tear, but it seems like it's extremely, extremely painful for like a several weeks. So I think yeah, that your, know, your boy saying. Dalton has been put out to pasture. You definitely should have uh, traded him to me when I was panicked this summer about how long he'd be the starting quarterback. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity. But, I don't uh, know. Never mind. Uh, never mind. I do not predict upset. I tried to do it, but it was just too Going bad. Back on paper. it. <laughs> yeah, your boy Danny Dalton, uh, the inaugural member of the Lakers since our startup draft, through the through three teams now. All right, so you got me beating Ty. Couldn't quite do the upset. Now Yetis and Joe. Does Yetis four and zero? undefeated streak continue or does Joe snap into snap into gear? Yeah, that's that's one that's gonna be tough for the Yetis to overcome. They do have pretty solid lineup here, but I mean on paper you just you just gotta give the uh the game to the mixing admin. Yeah. Uh if you're taking the spread though, it looks like it's a 37 point <laughs> spread. I might Take Take a little bit on action on that. Yetis does have it's two good names. I think the the best thing the Yetis have going for them outside of Tiger Kill and Derrick Henry is their name is exceptional. I love names that you can refer to it with like just the just the mascot itself. So Ninja Yetis is a a strong one. All right, are we going to get Team A Dolver? Just we gotta dive his points. I've been begging him because he's kind of a self-proclaimed uh, undiscovered stand-up comet, stand-up comedy act, but I can't get him on this fucking podcast. I ask him, I'll come to you. I'll bring a mic. You can come to my house, like whatever. So I don't know. I'm trying to wine and dine him. We'll see. But if he ever does, I'm going to force him. Next time I see him, I'm just going to take his phone and change it. It's been like that for like four years. It's just awful. Cause he used to have, it was like the Cosby, Dr. Cosby sleepers, which he like self canceled. Yep, I remember even though that one. I I wish I could just change it back to that because at least could be Cosby might, again. Yeah, that one's a good one. Webb has it too. Webb used to have a team name. I think he's just out of it right now. That's that explains why Webb is not undefeated though. Name alone. Yep. Things matter. They're important. All right. So who do you got in the Ray Najib matchup? Uh, let me see you. The Ray Najib joint. Najib, another <clears throat> offender of this name thing. Oh, yeah. There's another one. Andre, keep this. <laughs> it's actually the, with it's, the spread here. Yeah. <laughs> with the spread, it's actually going to be a pretty good game. I love the Bridgewater against the Jets play. Yeah. 
your boy. He has been Murray against Jacksonville is going to be murder too. Uh, would love to see to see Gibson and Gaskin go off. A couple of young guns. I I'm gonna have to also give that with the spread. I'm giving it to Ray. I like it with the spread. Uh so you when Teddy was first announced, you were mad because you were a big believer in Drew Lock. Have you come around oh, on Teddy huge. since you're two and zero for the first time since Peyton Manning? Probably. I have to give him his props, but I I can't get behind him until he beats a team that's not the Jaguars, Giants, or Jets. Yeah, he's. It's interesting that it'll be three and zero. I'm going to be at the the Louisville Bowl the following week in Denver. It's Teddy versus Lamar, so that'll probably be his first big test. Like, All right. like, uh, like the coach says, though, you just needed, we just need a game manager as lame as that is. Yeah. I don't no, respect yeah. it, but I do good old fangs and his, his knapsack that he has. is just great from a bearish guy, but yeah, he, Teddy Bridgewater basically is just black Alex Smith, which is when you have the team Denver does it, it works. Yep. All right. So next one is. Okay. Flakchinski versus who's been he was in shambles when he lost. It was kind of surprising, even though he was projected to lose. He like got all mad in the chat and put his entire team on the trade block after losing to me. But he takes on Taylor, which will not make things any easier. This spread is a whopping 45 points. Who do you like in this one? You gotta go Taylor here. Undisputed, yeah. even with the spread. I mean, uh Wilson at Minnesota. After that loss at home, hopefully he comes back and plays a little better. But, uh, yeah, he's got Tim Patrick in there. And he's not a fan of him. <laughs> yeah, double first name is always a bad sign. He does have Williams, though, and I think Your Williams boy. is going to have a good game against the Jets. So I haven't seen much of the Broncos. How has he been? He, what, he if he good? expands his role, he's going to be pretty good. But people forget that Gordon is – so sick he just decided yeah. to like quit for a year and then everyone forgot about him yeah but. well i would quit too if i was playing with that those chargers teams were so bad like no fans showed up it was just always philip rivers driving down eight points at the end of every game just checking down so it's yep. nice to see that he's finally in a decent situation all right so yep. now uh the nameless amin dahmer franchise versus the most hated <laughs> man in the league jalen and the this bishop sycamore joint which is actually a great name uh one and three versus oh and four here got an eight point spread this might be our uh this would be flexed into the thursday night spot in our if our league did that who do you like in this one yeah this is this is gonna be a close match down to the wire i think though i do absolutely hate chris carson never (laughs) liked him i just you gotta go gotta go with uh, him to get his first win of the First and possibly first two wins of the season, James. Oh, you think he's going to get the median too? I like it. He seems kind of due because his team is his team's definitely better than his record. It's weird that he hasn't been able to take advantage because Gronk's been absurd. Like he's the second best tight end in the league. Yeah, he but has been good. He's just had some some kind of some bad luck. He starts all these fucking rookies too, which also does not help his cause. All uh, right, so um, what's the status here on Deontay Johnson though? Is he actually going to go? He's pretty, I don't know. pretty key know. cog in their wheel. I do know sources within the Bishop Sycamore organization have told me that he is very available if someone did want him. Uh, I think he's t- tired of that. He's 
Deontay Johnson is definitely one of those like questionable every single week. And he's like my yeah. size. So every time he gets tackled, you think he's never going to get up, but he somehow does when he plays, he's really fucking good. But can we just take a minute to look at these, these nicknames? <laughs> Literally every player has a nickname on this team. I haven't he, seen friends, he definitely has the record. If, if there, if there was any sort of prize for most time in the app, he wins going away. It is name alone, every player. I, I consider him my week one and week two <laughs> champion by names alone. Yeah, uh, some of these I don't. Some of them are great, and some of them he just punts on. Like <laughs> DeAndre Whift. Whift. I mean, that's okay, I guess. NY Giant is just terrible. That. What does fucking Waffle House have anything to do with DeAndre <laughs> Johnson? <laughs> Can't see the ball one. I like. Daddy Gronk is fine. He needs to give Rondell Moore a name. He's been great. Slim Reaper's great. Joe yeah. Wheelborough is not great. <laughs> <laughs> that one could have used some workshopping. But yeah, do love yeah. those. You gotta give him the dough. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. Underutilized function in the app. All right. So that leaves the the Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth game. The the Lakers versus Webb's nameless bastard of a squad. Three point spread, it looks like. Talked about it a little bit earlier, but who are you picking in this one? Wait, which one? You and Webb. Oh, this game. The signature matchup. I mean, obviously, obviously, I'm picking myself when you have Mahomes and Kelsey. I yep. don't even – the other players just fall in the line, honestly. Yep. I would like to see Herbert and Kamara play better, though. They just got crushed last week. Yeah. But it's going to be a close game. But I ultimately, with the three-point spread, I'm going with me. I'll take me plus three. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That would be that'd be a big one for you. It would hurt. It's a big matchup for bye week implications. Yep. It's kind of cool that you guys are going to be rivals because you'll play each other again last game of the, the regular season. All right, so that's the week three matchups. To, to close things up here, I've asked Rudy to scroll through his, his trade requests and unearth the worst – the worst couple of trades that he has received. This this league is what what we have in diversity. We lack in respect for one another, and there's a lot of rapey offers out there. Speaking <laughs> as a as a guilty member of that, on occasion, what are what are the worst things you got sitting in that inbox? Well, they're all from Galen for sure. But oh, shocker, spoiler. The most the most recent ones you got to go with are uh, like I said the. Galladay and Henderson for <laughs> 22 first round pick, 23 first round pick, 22 second round pick, and 2023 20, second round pick. <laughs> it's all my picks. Yeah. The two middle of the road guys. I don't Galladay hasn't got over 10 points his first two games. So that would be uh that's probably a good thing you didn't turn, didn't take that one. Also sent me Tom Brady for a 2022 fifth round pick. Brady could be 50 years old and that's still a bad offer. I mean, he'll probably still be a quarterback one when he's 50, though. It's only six yeah, years I, away. Those are off. Right. To Taylor, that, that, was a, that was a tough trade from him. Yeah, and he that's his his team is loaded to the gills. His only weakness is quarterback. And let me pull that trade up. It yeah, was, yeah. yeah. So it was last summer, July 27th. 2021 second round. Pick. Yeah. Which you got second last year. So that would have been two eleven. So that has not aged well at the moment. I was like, 
I was comp because Taylor's kind of tanking too. I was like, that's a good, that's a good trade offer by him because there's no way Brady's going to be good in Tampa Bay, but here he is, number three quarterback somehow. All right. Well, any closing words to wrap up the pod on this debut voyage of yours? No, it's been a good time. I hope to see, I hope to actually get some good trades from Jalen this year. Uh, you probably will with the compliments, the deep reaching compliments you made of his, his named players. <laughs> I think he's been waiting like a year for someone to acknowledge that, that burst of creativity he went on. So maybe, maybe you'll only, maybe Galladay for only like one first might be coming your way. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> also, just wish Godspeed to Ray's team. They've got my boy Bridgewater on them. Yeah, I'd like to see them. Uh, like to see them do big things. Yeah, and he he's in shambles now. If Tua's hurt for any amount of time, it's rough. He's starting some Osborne dude for the Vikings. It's gonna be a long year. But now he has his first round pick back, so at least he can get the albino from. Oklahoma to lead his squad next year. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on, Rudy. Best of luck against Webb. I think the whole league uh, is behind me and saying that we're cheering for you to win. And just once again, South Dakota, 11 and 1. On top. Weeks here. And the only loss was Taylor losing to another South Dakota. So, in my personal record book, we're 11 and 0. Yeah. So, Dakota strong. Dakota strong. <laughs>